Welcome to the Emotional Wellbeing Podcast. My name is Erin Martin, and I'm a holistic health and life coach. I teach you how to master your emotions so you can feel in control of your choices and build better habits, mind, body, and spirit. Follow along and you will discover how to increase emotional flexibility and resilience through simple lifestyle changes and mindset hacks. Here we go. Episode 15, Telling Lies versus Telling the Truth. Good day, everybody. Welcome back to the Emotional Wellbeing Podcast with myself, Erin. This morning, I had an interesting conversation with my daughter. I might have mentioned I have a 17-year-old daughter. She's amazing. And she has a job now, which she's had for over a year. And we had a conversation this morning that really got me thinking about some things. And I decided I would just hop on here and talk about it a little bit because it caused a lot of reflection for me. And I think there there were valuable reminders in our conversation that I wanted to share. She was telling me about um, a story of a girl that she works with and how she lies at work and not big lies, but little places where, you know, she screws up or she does, you know, makes a mistake, which is normal. But when confronted with the mistakes that she makes, she makes excuses. She'll, you know, blame whatever that, you know, behavior or action that she took that was wrong. She'll blame it on something else and not take accountability for it. And my daughter knows this, realizes it. And so we talked a lot about it, about telling the truth and how telling the truth is so important for so many reasons. And I was kind of trying to give her some of my thoughts without sounding too coachy, because she hates it when I do that, of course. Some of my thoughts about, you know, why this girl isn't telling the whole truth and just so I don't just skip over this part. But in my mind, you know, some of those, and this comes from personal experience, is obviously not wanting someone to be mad at you, not wanting to make a mistake and get in trouble for it. Maybe she gets fired. Maybe she's used to when she does do something wrong, quote unquote, or make a mistake. She was used to somebody getting really mad at her, maybe, you know, a parent or something in school or whatever. And so, you know, she equates now making mistakes with with that kind of really negative experience, which generally looks like some sort of like emotional rejection. We feel someone like pull away their love or cut connection when we do something wrong. Then we're typically going to try to avoid anybody knowing about the things that we do that are wrong to kind of preserve our safety. Through this conversation though, and I was so proud of my daughter for all of the ways that she was, you know, recognizing this. And she was telling me a, a personal story that happened at work where she was faced with this choice of lying and making an excuse for something she did or just owning it. And she chose to own it. And she said afterwards how proud of herself she was that she just decided to tell the truth. And of course, and all of us can relate to this. You know, the consequence of what we make 
telling the truth mean? Like how bad that's going to be and the fallout of that is often way worse than the actual truth of what actually happens, which is nothing pretty much. Someone's just like, oh yeah, no big deal. We all make mistakes and moving on. But I was really reflecting on how I used to lie all the time. You know, part, part of this comes from, you know, a trauma I had when I was young in school where I had a teacher be inappropriate with me. And when the truth of that all came out, the school told me that I was a liar. So that kind of stuck with me. Um, however, if I, which I wasn't, just to say, <laughs> but if I even go back further in my memory, I did tell little lies here and there, and that's totally a normal thing for kids to do, of course. But really what it stemmed from was not wanting to feel somebody's anger, not wanting to have someone be mad at me. And that's, like I said, that's all normal. Of course, as children, we're wired to seek connection, like to need connection for safety. If I don't have connection with uh, a caregiver or you know a figure of authority in some way, then my brain takes that as like very dangerous because I, I can't provide for myself. I don't have all the resources, which makes telling lies as a kid very easy. It's an easy go-to, especially when you don't really have much of a moral compass yet or any sort of uh, you know moral integrity as as far as being honest is concerned. But as you get older as an adult, hopefully you learn to own your mistakes and take responsibility. And I don't know if it's because of the the drugs that I got into. And so then that's a whole other monster in and of itself of hiding and secrecy. I really did turn into an adult that lied a lot. They weren't lies to be malicious or lies to try to hurt people, but rather the opposite. I felt like they were lies that I was using to protect people's feelings from the things that I did and how they might feel about it, which was typically what I thought in my mind would be bad. And so often I think that we lie to protect other people's feelings. That's kind of like the story that we tell ourselves about it, which is true partially, but as you guys know from a lot of the other stuff that we've talked about, if you've listened to other episodes of the podcast, most of the lies that we tell or anything that we do to try to manage someone else's feelings is really to manage our own feelings, to not be truthful, to try to not hurt somebody else. It's because if they're hurt, then we feel hurt. So really lying is to protect our own feelings. You know, making excuses just to protect our own feelings and really like taking ownership and responsibility for the things that we do that either turned out to be mistakes or failures or, you know, bad judgment calls on our part. Really what's required there is to be able to handle how we feel about someone else's disapproval about that. What it was making me think about while I was listening to my daughter talk is just how, I don't know, proud, but like relieved <laughs> I felt to know that she has learned that lesson earlier than I did because I told her that lesson really didn't hit for me till I was in my 30s, you know, after I had, you know, gone to rehab and 
really looked at how all of my lying had just made things so much worse. That's the thing is, and we were talking about this with, you know, the girl that was at her work is when you don't own something, it's a lot easier to not own it the next time too. You don't really learn the lesson. And so what I wanted to talk about also today is the benefits to telling the truth, right? Like what, what is the benefit? Because we, it seems like our brain tells us there's a lot of benefits to holding back the truth sometimes as if that telling the truth is going to lead to rejection, abandonment, disapproval, not being good enough, not judged. And all of those things you have to remember are like life-threatening sort of energies to your brain. Like those are super bad. And this is one of the things that I really learned to forgive myself for and find compassion is all of the lies that I told because they were for protection. And lies are typically, they're, they're withholding truths as a form of protection, essentially. They are deciding how much information about yourself and your behaviors that you want to share. You know, if you're listening to this right now and you can relate in any way, either when you were young or maybe even still, is to not beat yourself up about it. And, you know, people think, oh, you see, such a liar. And there's such a bad connotation with it. And like with my ex-relationship, you know, and for sure all the addiction issues, like lying became such this dirty thing. And there was furious with me, which I completely understand. I completely understand how somebody could feel that way. And I felt very ashamed and so guilty for so long. But the more that I learned about it, I learned to really have compassion for myself and to be curious about like, why did I lie so much? And what was, what was that trying to, to protect? What was the purpose behind my lies? Before I get into that, I want to say the other thing that becomes a problem when you're somebody who is dishonest a lot is that it's easier to then engage in behaviors that require dishonesty <laughs> or that would more likely lead to lies. So things like, Addiction, you know, was one. I mean, that was one of the reasons I considered myself to be such a successful addict is because I was great at lying. So, you know, whether the addiction made me better at lying or I was always good to begin with and that made the addiction easier, who's to know what's the chicken and the egg in that scenario? But they definitely are related in some way. Also, maybe stealing. Stealing is uh, easier when you are good at lying, right? Or you're good at being secretive or dishonest. One we could probably all agree on would be cheating. So cheating on your partner requires a lot of dishonesty and, and secrets. And I'm just telling you all my truths here. Having been somebody who cheated and somebody who was cheated on, I think it's actually kind of important, this is going to be a super unpopular opinion, to be both, to like experience what both is like so that you know. Like I know from being a cheater that that's not something I wanted to do. And then I got to find out what it felt like. And then I really didn't want to do it because <laughs> I thought that's horrible. I look back and see there's so many valuable lessons because now in the relationship I'm in, I would never, I would never cheat. I just couldn't imagine putting somebody through that and putting myself through it. Like, it's not like it feels good when you're doing it either, unless you're, I don't know, like a sociopath. 
but it definitely requires a lot of dishonesty to do that. And people will say like the physical aspect of it is, is for sure hurtful, but it's the emotional part of it. It's all of the deceit that goes into being cheated on that hurts the most. And if you're somebody who it's pretty easy to engage in that kind of behavior, like deceit and secrecy and dishonesty, then and I'm not saying if you're like that, you're a cheater, but you're more likely to be able to get away with that behavior, maybe be tempted by the opportunity of that to happen. Uh, another example might be getting away with things, you know, so just like breaking the rules, essentially, you know, lying ends up becoming like a tool you use to do what you want without kind of reaping the consequences of those actions. It's true that the more we practice lying, the kind of better we become at it. And I can say this from personal experience. I would just say what I said, like just <clears throat> make a lie and move on. There wasn't ever any pause or break for like sitting with the fact that I was completely, my actions and my behaviors were not aligned with my words. I would say one thing and do another. And that just became easy, you know, especially by the end when I was completely disconnected from the truth of what was going on in my life and what I was up to. Things that lying leads to is like making excuses is another form of not lying, but it's a form of like not taking ownership. And I guess lying can either be like flat out dishonesty, but, or it can be exactly that, just like making excuses, just not really fully owning up to like your part in it, which isn't lying, but it's withholding truth. And I know that that can be like a big thing. It's like, well, I wasn't lying. I just wasn't telling you the whole truth. That's a judgment call up personally is, is that lying? Like, is that, is being dishonest or holding back you know, all of the story, is that lying or, or is that not lying? And that's kind of something that you get to decide for yourself. My daughter and I were saying about with making excuses, you know, one of the tip offs to lying can be, you know, stories that are like over explained. <laughs> like when the story is some dramatic kind of unfolding of details that maybe kind of like jumps all over the place, you might know, okay, I think that that is somebody who is not giving me the whole story. Or they're, they're giving me too much story because they don't want to just give me the actual story. So if you catch yourself making excuses or kind of trying to like over explain things, just want you to stop and ask yourself why you're doing that. This is a really common place, common thing, pardon me, for people to do if they're people pleasers uh, or perfectionists. And I don't know. If you're a people pleaser, if that also can lead to more dishonesty because you are not wanting other people to be upset with you. So as I say that for sure, if you're a people pleaser, then you've probably had some moments of dishonesty. Nobody get triggered by that. If you disagree, feel free to write me. <laughs> if you are someone who is a people pleaser or perfectionist, just kind of watch out for that. And you know, self-coaching, like in those moments when you hear yourself, like I would hear myself or like a big one is like texting, right? Like if let's say somebody texts you and you don't text them back right away. Then when you finally text them back two days later, you return an email 
it's just like, oh, sorry, this was happening and then this and then that. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I had to drive my kid there and, you know, she needed something from me. And it's like, just tell the truth, which is like, it wasn't a priority for me to text you back in that moment. Like, we don't want to tell the truth because we don't want to hurt somebody else. And that's the thing. Like when we are easily personally offended, like when we get easily hurt by somebody, you know, not returning our texts, like we take that personally, then it's really easy for us to like project the fact that other people will take it personally, that we haven't responded back to them in a timely fashion. And so if you, you know, catch yourself doing this, or you reread your message that you're about to send, and it's kind of riddled with, you know, basically ways to just like, blame your behavior on external things, instead of just owning it, just stop, take a breath, and just tell yourself the truth in that moment, that that's what you're doing. And how many of those sentences can you delete? What information in there really is not important? Because, you know, at the end of the day, and this is something my daughter was saying, she's like, I listened to her talking. And I just thought, like, I don't care about the what you're saying. All I want is just for you to like, not do that next time. Like the excuse didn't matter to her. And she said it was almost painful to watch the girl like dance around the truth of the matter and and uh and that's it right it's just like just say it just say it and let me handle it and that's the problem with lying is that it is disrespectful to the other person because you're kind of like not trusting that they can handle it like you're making that decision for them which is why it tends to be kind of emotionally manipulative is because you're you're not allowing them either A, the, the moment of growth, like the opportunity to grow from that experience because they have to confront their feelings about that, but you're also not allowing yourself the opportunity for growth. And really that's what telling the truth is. Every single truth that you tell that is hard is an opportunity for you to grow. That was really how I started to approach it, especially with the making excuses stuff, like wanting to people please and my, my reasons why you know, uh, I wasn't able to like follow through on what I said I was going to do or, or something like that, especially like I'm classic for being a few minutes late. It's one of the biggest places that I've been able to practice telling the truth is not to say, oh, sorry, I, I you know, I, I the cats threw up <laughs> right before I was walking out the door and or, you know, I, I got home late from work and, you know, I, oh, I had my, my head down in my podcast trying to get it done. It's like just just tell the truth that like, sorry, I was a few minutes late. Like I didn't manage my time well. So it's totally okay to like cop to the truth. Um, once you can, and here we're going to start with the first benefit, manage your emotions around it. It is totally an opportunity to practice emotional management, meaning resilience, flexibility, feeling the discomfort in your body and not growing too attached to it, but just like allowing it to be there and breathing through it. Like resilience is built in discomfort. Like that is the price that you pay for resilience is feeling uncomfortable. And you know, the chronic condition of of humanity and why we're so effed up is because we're not good at being uncomfortable. Like our pursuit of comfort is to our detriment, physical, but emotional. 
And, you know, we can call discomfort pain, I guess. I've talked about this before, but, you know, pain is processed in one part of the brain, whether that is psychological, emotional, spiritual, or physical. And avoiding pain, which is avoiding discomfort, is um, like top of our list. It's on our motivational triad, right? Avoid pain, seek pleasure, spend as little energy as possible. Which is interesting because when we're telling lies, often it's like a lot more energy expended to to try to like creatively come up with what we want to say instead of just, you know, saying how it is. And it's funny because a lying can create anxiety. You know, as you, we've all heard somebody like stumble through a lie and avert their eyes and it's just like, you feel bad for them, <laughs> bad for them watching them go through it. But we've all also experienced that, being that person. And then there's also anxiety with telling the truth. Like it's all anxiousness. It's like being vulnerable is just anxious, period, at least until you've practiced it enough. So if it feels ang anxious, anxiety ridden, then that's, that's a, the way that it should. Maybe that means that you're doing it right. So the first benefit is to telling the truth is getting to practice your emotional management, practicing feeling guilty, feeling judged, whether you are judged or not, feeling the fear of whatever that emotion is that you are trying to avoid, feeling that and learning to be okay with it. Maybe you're going to tell the truth and someone's going to be furious with you. Maybe they're going to reject you. Maybe they're going to disapprove of you. Maybe you're going to be fired. Maybe they're going to break up with you. Maybe, 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 maybe. It's like a sea of uncertainties in telling the truth. Whereas when we lie, we're kind of like setting ourselves up. If I lie, then I feel certain that everything's going to be okay. Whereas when I tell the truth, it's a sea of uncertainty. And I talked last week about, you know, confusion and how that is a sea of uncertainty. And that's kind of where we're at when we're telling the truth. It's like we're stepping into confusion because we don't really know how that person's going to react. And it's totally out of our control as well. Like we can't avoid being rejected. We can't avoid being disapproved. Like we try to, but like what people do is out of our control. I like to think that the best we can ever do is just try to show up in our integrity. Like that's been my hugest lesson of self-development is to have my behaviors align with my values. And then whatever happens from there, oh well, <laughs> you know? But, but at least like I can be on the other side of it and feel okay about who I am being because I know that I'm standing in my integrity. Okay, the other thing that telling the truth does, which is going to seem kind of counterintuitive based on what I just said, is it helps to build connection. We all know that even though we might not like what somebody says or, you know, the lie that somebody told or the truth that might come out, we can in some ways respect them for it. Like we can at least be like, well, at least they're honest with us. And there is some like sense of peace in that somebody lies. And I know this, like I broke so much trust in some of my relationships, particularly with my ex, for sure that was never coming back. It was never coming back. Like I just broke it too many times. And of course it's something I will, you know, regret for the rest of my life that I, you know, I was so dishonest with somebody and it caused somebody so much pain. It broke connection. Whereas if I just told the truth, you know, if you just tell the truth to your relationships, they might not like it. And maybe they're going to choose to not be in a relationship with you. But at least you know that you've been honest and they know that you've been honest. And there is a certain sort of connection in that. 
and that they can trust you. I don't always like what certain people in my life tell me, but I know I can trust them that when they tell me something, it's the truth. And then when I hear something good from them, I can also trust that it's the truth. Like it's always the truth and I trust that. And there is a lot of security in relationships that you're able to maintain when you just tell each other the truth about things. So back to trust, you know, it builds trust with others, but especially if you, you know, get managed to get through whatever that little piece of dishonesty was or whatever that truth was, but it also helps to build trust in yourself. And that is the point of everything, is it not? To build a positive relationship with ourselves so that we can maintain positive relationships with others. Everything starts with you. And if you are lying to others, you know what? You're probably also lying to yourself about certain things. And with coaching, you know, the biggest thing when people come to coaching is like, just tell the truth. Like you have an opportunity right now in a judgment-free zone to tell the truth. And what keeps so many people stuck is they don't want to tell themselves the truth. They just want to keep lying to themselves. You're lying on the outside and you're lying on the inside. What do you need to tell yourself the truth about? What would you say? What would you tell yourself? And that is a very powerful self-coaching question to ask. And then what do you want to do about it now? What's next? All right. And even your reaction to it can kind of give you some insight as to what you might think. Like if you tell yourself the truth and then you're like, great. And then you start judging and shitting on yourself for it. It's like, where did I learn that from? You know, where did that come from? And you have an opportunity to inner parent yourself. Um, and I've talked a lot about like inner child work. Well, not a lot. I should I take that back completely. I don't know why I just said that. <laughs> I talked one time on a reel about inner child work. And the other half of that is to also be able to do your inner parenting work. Like you have to be able to do both. You can't heal your inner child if you're not also healing your inner parent. And that's a great place to practice that is telling yourself the truth. And then what do you want to do about it? And the last thing is, um, I mentioned this briefly, is to build integrity. You know, when you are honest in your life, your words are honest, your actions are more likely to also be honest because that's something that then you end up valuing. There's just so many benefits to being honest with others and with yourself that I really encourage you to, you know, make that something that is a value. Like honesty is a fabulous value to have really only leads to good things and really only leads to like an aligned life, meaning a life that feels like yours, a life that feels like who you want to be and the results that you would get from being that person end up being more likely. Whereas when you are kind of lying your way through life to others or yourself, typically the, the results that you get, like you can't stand confidently behind them because you know that they're just built on dishonesty, right? Like the foundation of them isn't solid. It's like one little slip of a lie or one truth comes out and like the whole thing crumbles. So, you know, when we build our life on a solid foundation of honesty, I think we feel a lot more confident in it and capable. Our faith and belief in our future ends up being a lot stronger. And you deserve that, okay? You deserve to have a future and a foundation that is solid. 
And there is never a too late time to start. I mean, I started at 36 and that's okay. Now I'm 42 and my life is like completely turned. I could never imagine that my life could be as different as it is now. So it's never too late to start. And if today is the day, then that's the best day ever. Okay, guys, I hope that you enjoyed my little ramble. I just kind of wanted to get on and just just tell you what I thought. And a big shout out and thank you to my daughter, even though she doesn't watch this or listen to this podcast, rather, just for the inspiration. You know, there's teachers in all ages and all areas of our life. So it's nice to um, it's nice to keep our eyes and ears open for them. All right. Hope you have a wonderful weekend. It's a Friday here. Have fun and love on your people. Okay, bye.